Proverbs 18. The last several weeks we have been talking about true worship. Someone say true worship. And I want to, of course, I'm led by Holy Spirit relative to whatever I'm speaking to you each week from the subject to the word, to the delivery of the word. However, um, Holy Spirit knows all things. And there are times where he will interrupt what we may be speaking to get you something now. How about so this word is more of an exhortation, a prophetic exhortation. You need to receive it, what God is about to share with us on today. So for a subject matter, I want you to write this down. A closed mouth. A closed mouth. And for the subheading, write this down. I'm breaking my silence. Ooh, boy, that's good. A closed mouth. I'm breaking my silence. And I submit to you, there are a lot of people in a bad place or not so good place, not so much because the enemy has wreaked hell and havoc, but because they have refused to open their mouths. That's why it's not good to allow thoughts to run rampant on the canvas of your imagination and not arrest those thoughts. Because whatever you receive in abundance, you're going to speak in abundance. And, and, and if you allow the wrong things to seep and settle and submit themselves in your mind's eye or in your soul or in your heart, talking about the soul, you will eventually declare that and you won't get what you prayed. You will get what you say. And the only way you get what you pray, you have to constantly or consistently agree with what you pray. See, you can pray one thing but say something else. See, you can pray one thing, but you're really going to declare what's deep in your heart. Are you with me? So let's look at this. A man's stomach will be satisfied. Look, 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 this is for somebody because you've been sitting in silence far too long. And I'm going to show you today. You know, now, you know, I've had people in the past, you know, they'll call, Pastor, the devil talking to me. That's the wrong response. Because Satan should never talk to you without you saying something back. And what you should say back is what's written. So, so don't allow Satan to talk to you and you sit there and listen like as if he's telling the truth. He is the father of lies. Anything the devil tell you is a lie. Did you hear what I just said? So whatever he says, daughter, rest assured, it is a lie. A man's stomach will be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. What are you saying? He will be satisfied. Ooh. He will be satisfied with the consequences of his words. So you have to ask yourself, what have I been saying? that landed me where I am today. As a matter of fact, 
where you are today has a lot to do with what you have been saying. Death and life. Listen, watch this. <laughs> because sometimes we give the enemy far more credit than he deserves. See, he may suggest something, but it can't harm you unless you come into agreement with it. See, the only way what Satan says can affect you, you have to say what Satan has said. You have to come into agreement with it. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. You say this, I possess the power. And those who love it and indulge in it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. If, I, if I'm constantly speaking gloom and doom, death, you are going to bear the consequences of your words. If you are speaking life, you will bear the consequences of your words. Now, write this down. I, I've talked, uh, when we talked about the three immutable truths some time ago, I just want to give you the references for these verses, and you can look at these at home. But there are three immutable truths, more than that, but three that you can submit for sure, are per permanent, perpetual, unchangeable truths about the, God, about the Lord. Okay? So there are three immutable truths, watch this now, that are essential, Brother Rudolph, to us stand in agreement with the Father. We need to know these. And I'm going to say that because when it comes to the promises of God, there's nothing, Minister Jerrell, that he does not want you to have. Let me say it again. Y'all look at me. <laughs> when it comes to his word, mother, there's nothing that he does not want you to have. We're talking about when it comes to his word, which is his will. You, you heard me, didn't you, Minister K? So if I can find it in the Word, he has to make good on it. That's, ooh, that's why when you find it in the Word, you should stand with great confidence. Why? Because I know he heard me. Why? Because it's in agreement with his Word. And since it's in agreement with his Word, I know I have. L let me show you that real quick. First John 5, 14, just let me show you that real quick. See, you've been silent far too long. Look, we are at the half, almost at the halfway mark of 23. And Holy Spirit wants you to course correct the remaining of the year by how you speak. So, so, so the rest of your year will fare as well as your ability to speak. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, see, see, that's why you have to know his will. Because a lot of people co-sign on things because they don't know his will. Everybody can die of something. That's not his will. His will says I am healed. 
me show you something. There, there's no such thing. Yeah, I'm going to say it. According to the word of God, there's no such thing as an incurable disease. Not according to his will. Now, man may tell you, oh, there's no cure for this. But his will. Man, I'm going to jump all the way down. Let, let, Psalms 103, I think. Let's go to Psalms 103. Let me show you something real quick. Psalms 103, verses 2. I'm talking about according to his will. There's no such thing as an incurable disease. Psalms 103. Wait, wait, hold on. Read read the rest of that. Uh, Go to verse 15 real quick. Let me show you something. Write these verses down. Remind me to go back to the three and me to be true. Verse 15, right here real quick. What's his will? That's your mama, right? I ain't seen you in so long. Give that $50 right there. Just because you participate, get your lunch today. No, 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 don't get your lunch. You keep that. Tis going to get your lunch. Yeah. And here, Tis, here, that, that ain't going to get it. That, that'll help it, but I know, I know where you like to eat. That'll get you maybe a Coca-Cola, but watch this now. And if we know that he hears us, how do you know that he hears you? When you speak according to his word, when you say what he said, what his word says. And if we know that he hears us, we, uh, whatever we ask, we know that we know that we have the petitions that we ask. That, now, I, I wanted to say that because um, when we see these three immediate truths, when you, when you start declaring things that, that look opposite and contrary to what you see, people can call you crazy. Ah, oh, that ain't true. That's never happened before. Yeah, but his word says. Now, let me show you something. Psalms 103, verse 2 and 3. Look at this real quick. You with me? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not. You know where you can find his benefits? In his word. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals? Who heals? Who heals? So anything that's considered a disease, I don't care how much the enemy tells you, you cannot overcome it. My Bible says God heals them. That's why you have to know these three immutable truths. Number one, talking about three immutable truths, I'm just going to give them to you. Write it down. Write it down. Of course, you have to know God's word is infallible, means it's absolute trustworthy. His word is inerrant, means free from error, foolproof, full, full flawless. But three immutable truths. Write this down. Number one, God is faithful. What's number one? You can find it Hebrews 10, 23. 
Timmy, she, she may put them up while I'm saying it. Number two, God cannot lie. So, so, so look, when we get into this not keeping our mouths closed and declaring the word of God, you have to know, one, that God is faithful. See, because you may declare it Monday. It may not come to the following Monday. So you, in the face of what's looking at you and telling you that you are lying, it ain't going to happen, you have to remember, God is faithful. <laughs> Number two, God cannot lie. See, he's not like human beings. He doesn't change his mind. Number three, he answers. Say it, son. He answers all of his promises. Again, if you can find it in the Word, he has to make good on it. For as many are the promises of God in Christ, they are ah, some. But you know what? People who don't know his will to tell you, oh, no, you just have to accept that. Everybody ain't going to be here. Why? Why not? Why? Well, well, everybody may not because everybody may not believe, but just because they don't believe doesn't mean it's already provided. You're going to have the poor with you always. You know why? Because some poor people are not going to believe. Talking about change the way they think. Are you here? So we're talking about a closed mouth. Someone declare, I am breaking my silence. Man, you, you need to determine that this day forward, I'm, when it comes to my situation and circumstances, I'm going to speak like a man with a purpose. I'm going to declare God's word as if it's just, I mean, you're going to take it personal. Are you with me? So, and let me say, let me say this. When the enemy, who we know as the devil, makes subtle suggestions to you, when your circumstances contradict what God promises you, when people speak negatively over you, that is not the time to be silent. So when the devil talks to you, that's not the time to be silent. When your circumstances, like the fig tree, tell you that this is how it is, that is not the time to be silent. When people talk crazy over you, that is not the time to be silent. No, I'm going to uproot those seeds now. I'm not going to even let them entertain the idea of they can grow in my head. Are you here? So again, now I've said this some time ago, when your situation and circumstances contradicts what God has said. Don't allow what your eyes see dictate what your mouth speaks. Let me say it again. When what you believe in God for, daughter, looks nothing like what he promised, don't let what you see determine what comes out of your mouth. Speak only what God says. That's what that means.
Because a lot of times we let what we see change our confession. <laughs> Why? Because you know, I've been praying about it. And, and, and can I help you? After you pray about it once, everything after that is you're thanking God for the manifestation of it. So I don't have to keep praying for it. No, you pray once about it. Everything after that, Father, I receive. Thank you for the manifestation of it. Who got that? Because if I keep asking for the same thing, it's, it's, it's like maybe God didn't hear me the first. No, he heard you the first time. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if I ask anything according to his word, he hears me. So I know he heard me the first time. And since I know he heard me, I'm going to act like it's already mine. Not when it comes, I'm going to act like it then. See, see, proof that you believe you receive what you pray is that immediately after you pray, your countenance reflects what you're believing for. So you're not going to shout when it comes. You're not going to start talking about it when it comes. Your posture changes then. Why? Because I have such a confidence in him, I know I have it. Well, I don't see it, yeah, but I know I have it. How do you know? Because God is faithful, God cannot lie, and he answers all of his promises. Here. See, 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 that, that's, see, that's proof that you believe you receive. Why? Because you already acting like. See, you're taking ownership. I believe I receive when I pray. Are you here? Ah, watch this, watch this. Watch this. The quality, I will write this down. Yeah, I'm going to get you all of this today. I'm not even worried about the time. <laughs> Thank you. Watch this. The quality, make it personal, of my life. No, I want you to write it down. <laughs> you can say it. Say it while you're writing it, but write it down. The quality of my life is determined by how well I speak. What did I just say? Now, 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 I'm not talking about your inability to articulate, enunciate, your dicks and pronunciation, all that. No, 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 no. What I mean is the believer's ineptitude to consistently say what God is saying or to stay in agreement. So when I talk about what I mean by how well you speak, no. Can you stay in agreement with the word? Can you keep saying what he has said about you and your situation or circumstances while you are believing for the manifestation? It, and watch this, it, and I've seen it happen in my personal life. People, they'll start, they'll start sizing you up. Well, I'm, I'm more educated. I got a better job. Yeah, but I know how to speak, though. I know how to stay in agreement with this word. 
See, 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 whereas you working for yours, I, I'm speaking mine, and God is using me, and as he said, to give it to my bosom. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. And why? Because I know how to speak. See, that's why your bosom is satisfied by what you say. So I learned how to work my mouth. Keep you back so when you get 80, you can still hang out with your spouse. Let me show you. The quality of my life is determined by how well I can speak. 1 Peter 3.10, NLT. Someone shot this, I'm breaking my silence. I want to go another day and just sit, see, look, watch this. Let, let, let me tell you something. I, I get tickled, and I know people, you know, deal with things, whatever. But let, let, let me, look, thank God for his goodness. Now, I don't been in some low places before, but, you know, I, I, not that I can recollect. I, I don't say things like, you know, I'm about to lose my mind. I almost, I almost lost my mind. I, I just don't. I, that's me. Because my Bible says, if I keep my mind on him, he keep me in perfect. See, let's see. Yeah, so, and if you're about to lose your mind, I submit your mouth is closed. You need to say something. Let me show you. That's why you're about to lose it, because you haven't loosed your, li loosed your lips and you will not lose your mind. Who's that for? That's a good tweet. So no matter how heavy it may, if I keep my mind on him. Do y'all see again? The, I hear you something now. Yeah, well, you don't know what I've been through. See my, my, my situation. Can I say this? Nothing you are going through. Hold on, let me show you something real quick. Some, some of y'all who think you're out there by yourself. <laughs> the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand when you are tempted. He will show you a way. You know the way out is his word. He shows you out through his word. So what you're going through is nothing different than your neighbor. You probably got a neighbor in your neighborhood going through the same, keeping our mouth closed. See, sometimes we use those things as excuses to keep us from speaking this word. Well, pal, you don't know how. But what you say, though? What you saying about it? If you keep talking about it, I almost kill you. That's why you feel like you half dead if there's such a thing as being half dead. Because that's how people talk. How you half dead. Watch this. First Peter. First Peter. You here? First Peter. See. Let me help you. That's what I love about God's system, Brianna. It's not biased. See, the world system, they try to qualify you by your performance. 
what you've done, what you, oh, God is so good. Hey, man, man, I don't care if you finish third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, 12th grade, if you can learn how to talk like me, say what I say. I have you living better than the one who think he, see, oh, y'all don't believe this. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. For the, not Pastor Rex, who? Oh, watch this. Scriptures. Plural. See, that's why you have to get in there and know the scriptures. So you got to know more than just the prosperity scriptures. See, see, you got to know more than giving it shall be given. Because this is not, I, I, I need something else right here. But if I, that's all I know are the given scriptures. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's read this. For the scriptures, let me, let, me, let me calm down. This is so good to me. For the scripture says, if you want to enjoy life, hold on, and see happy days. That's what I said. And see many happy days. <laughs> yell out, no, you didn't. <laughs> Why you give my fifty dollars? <laughs> Matter of fact, both y'all give me them fifty. <laughs> uh, God, you know I have fun with you. Now watch this. Watch this. Yeah, I did skip over it. Thank you for pointing that out, man. If you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, watch this. Keep your tongue, that word evil right here literally means bad or wrong things. Keep your tongue from speaking evil, bad, or the wrong things, and your lips from telling lies. Let me ask you this. If, if God says you healed and you say you're sick, is that a truth or a lie? Wait, wait, who's telling the lie though? Why would you lie? Why would you lie? And God said, you're here. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you see, did some quote, what a, you know, they're co-signing what man said. But watch this. But if he say I'm here, I'm not going to tell a lie and say I'm not. Why? Because he said I'm. If he said, um, which is part of your soteria experience, deliverance. So if he said, I'm delivered, I'm not going to talk about I'm trying to get. No, I am delivered. I don't feel delivered. I don't look delivered, but I am delivered. Y'all missed that. I don't feel like I'm delivered, but I know I am. See, that's, that's the confidence you got to have. I, I, not another day will you, will you close the blinds, cut the lights off, lay up under your bed, and have a pity party. Because from this day forward, you will begin to open your mouth and declare what thus says the Lord. My shit. For the scripture says, if you, so, so who says this? 
So if you want to enjoy life and see many good days, you see, you got to learn how to speak. And you know why some people aren't experiencing life and having many happy days? Because of their poor speaking ability. Saying everything but what God is saying. Proverbs 12, 14, God's word. Let me move through these real quickly. Are you here? One person. See, 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 here's what, see, because here's what you do. I say it all the time. All you have to do, there could be 99 that's talking crazy and it's not working for us anymore. All you have to do is find Pastor Rex. I'm going to get to it, y'all. Okay, y'all, y'all slow down. <laughs> uh, I can't even get it at Pastor Tracy. Matter of fact, throw your name in there. Yeah, for real. See, find the one who's doing it God's way. See, are you here? <laughs> The nerve of Man, I was flowing. Don't you ain't gonna stop my flow. I'm flow. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm mitigating God to sit there and Passage Trace. One, one person enjoyed, then y'all got her up here talking. Don't hate. One person enjoyed good days as a result of his. See, again, you got to know how to speak in line with the word, man. And the sad thing, mother, you have preachers who, who don't know the word. And they'll say things like, you know, in that conversation, tells you, man, what Bible are you reading? You don't believe God? Another is paid according to what his hands have accomplished. I want to show you the, the same verse from a, a, a different translation. Look at this. Your reward depends on what you say and what you do. You will get what you deserve. Are you here? As I said before, some challenges, beloved, they're, they're, they're not attacks from the enemy. They're nothing more than wounds from our own words. Devil had nothing to do with that. He might have threw a bone your way, but it's still up to you whether or not you take it. So some are wounded by their own words. You hear? And let me say this. One of the greatest forms of self-sabotage is to be careless with our words. If you ever want to sabotage your success, 
what you're trying to accomplish, be careless with your words. Proverbs 12, 18. We halfway. <laughs> careless, careless words stab like a sword. But the word of the wise bring healing. Do y'all see this? See, see, I'm going to tell you something, man. We have been so indoctrinated by the world's standards that believers are afraid to stand on the word of God. Like, he's a liar. He can't lie. And if he did, it would be the truth. Why? Because he cannot lie. Proverbs 21, 23. Let, let me tell you what the devil is after. He who guards his mouth and his tongue. See, I, I'm trying to tell you, beloved. He who guards his mouth and his tongue guards himself from many troubles. A lot of people, Brother Rudolph, I'm, I'm telling you, man, spiritual warfare is real. But some things that believers are experiencing, it's just the results of poor speaking, not guarding their mouths. See, there's a time to speak. Time to be, see, the time to hush is when you don't know what to say. And once you find out what to say, now I'm ready for my rebuttal. So you tell the devil, if you don't know, here's what you do. Satan, you're a lie. You're a lie. You keep calling him a lie until you get to the scripture. Then you come back because the Bible says, well, how do you know he's a lie? Because the word of God said he's the father of lies. You may not know it then, but Holy Spirit will give you that. I know it's in there somewhere. Just give, give me back. Give me a few minutes. Google, Google, Google. What does, no, no, don't do Google. Go get your word. And get in your Bible. Ozzy's screaming. Let me slow down. Right, this is what Satan wants. Let me tell you what Satan wants. He wants your agreement with God. You don't want your car. You ever seen the devil driving a car? Now, <laughs> you probably seen a demon. One devil, many demons. You probably seen him working through somebody. But I'm talking about Satan himself. Okay. And, and, and let me tell you this. And this, some of y'all, this going to really mess you up. Why do you think the devil wants your husband and you don't want your husband? Why do you think Satan wants your wife and you trying to get rid of your wife? Satan does not want your wife. Now, he might use your husband, use your wife, use your car, use circumstances to get you out of agreement, but he doesn't want it. He wants your agreement, not your car. He don't want your house. He wants your agreement. 
Because here's the thing. If he can get your agreement, you'll fall out with your wife and never get back. You'll fall out with it, whatever, in your, whatever the situation, finance, whatever. And he knows, but since, since you're out of agreement, that'll, that'll, that'll take care of itself. But if I stay in agreement, me and my wife can get through it. If I stay in agreement, the finances will come. If I can stay in agreement, I can get another car, get another house, get whatever it may be. Satan wants your agreement. What does he want? Your agreement. Why? Because we can't walk together except we agree. That's what even you, you, you can't walk with God except you agree. That's why Jesus said, the Father and I, we won. We in agreement. Hebrews 10.23. What does Satan want? That, that, that's why he wants you to keep your mouth closed and your Bible. And, and let me tell you why you got to be aggressive in studying. Because Satan will put the word on you too. He'll repeat the word to you. And if you don't know the word, you be like, right, right, you right, you right. Let us hold fast to the profession. Okay, Minister Gerald, you, your, your part coming up. <laughs> Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without, without, without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. Again, circle that word profession. I think in the New King James says confession, same thing. But it's the Greek word homologia. Tell me, put up the definition for it. Okay. Uh, okay, here we go. Watch this. Hold fast to your agreement. Do you see this? Confession. It, it's a compound word, okay? Homo meaning the same or together. Lego meaning to speak to a conclusion or lay to rest. So notice it says the same together, speak to a conclusion or lay to rest. Properly, watch this, a common, a conclusion embraced by a common confession. In other words, it's saying the same thing about your situation, circumstances, as God has said, is coming into it. It's Holding fast to whatever God said, that's what you say. Put the rest of it up. Look, homologia can refer to the what? Collective agreement of Christians about what God loves and hates and the courage to proclaim it. So if I, see, when you live in agreement with God, you're going to love what he loves. And hate what he hate. So if I want to live or walk in agreement, I'm going to love what he love and hate what he hate. Who got that? But homologia also means to what? Say the same thing about. So when he says, hold fast to your profession, in other words, he's saying declare 
the same outcome. When it, where it says lay to rest, you should declare the same outcome as God has said about your outcome. What has God called you? That's what you say. What has God said about you? That's what you declare. What has God said about your situation? That's what you say, not what they say, not what it says. You say what God says, and you hold fast to it. Don't let it go. You hear? So you have to, now first point, you have to correct your course with your words. So how do you correct your course? With your words. Notice he said, the words that I speak are spirit and they are life. Words are life, or God's word that is, are life-giving seeds by which we come into agreement with God. So his word are life-giving seeds. When we come into agreement, we will receive the fruit of what we were in agreement with. Just like when you talk contrary to, you get in agreement with the bad, Death and life. It's in the power of the tongue. Let me show you something. Hebrews 11 and 3. So you have to correct your course. How do you correct your course? How? And I submit to you, if you get it in your heart in abundance, you're going to, what? Speak it in abundance. You don't have to worry about doing. You're going to do. Well, we mess up time. We try to get people to do, but it's not in the heart. So we're short-lived. I'm blessed to be a blessed. I'm on the top, not on the bottom. I'm the head, not the tail. But Tuesday morning, I mean, I can't win for losing. Everything breaking down. I don't know when I'm coming out. But see, you're trying to change your character without having changed your confession. If you change your confession, the character part, the behavioral part would take care of itself. So you have to get it in your heart. By faith, we understand that the worlds or the universe were framed, how? By the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Do you see that? How? Because of his word, he took the unseen and made it seen. Right? This, that word framed in the Greek, it literally means to complete thoroughly, to repair or to restore. So by faith, we want to say that the worlds were restored, thoroughly completed. Repaired by the word of God. So how are you going to restore <clears throat> and repair with your words? It's going to start with my agreement. 
death and life. Where's it at? And those who love will eat the fruit. Thereof. So that's telling me I can change some things with my work. Y'all. So when you're confronted with something, if what I'm about to say doesn't line up with the word of God, hold your tongue. Again, you get what you say, not what you pray. Now, how do I get what I pray? You keep saying, or you stay in agreement with what you prayed. See, that make you go back now and think about what you said after you prayed. Oh, I know God coming through for me. I know he coming through. Yeah, but Friday. I don't even know if you heard me. Where you at, God? What I do wrong? <laughs> what you did wrong? Talking crazy. Are you here? Who sees this? All right. Do y'all see that? Look. That that word. Homologia, it comes from the Greek word homologio, which, which we find in Romans 10, 9. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth, Lord Jesus. That word, it comes from a word that simply means to, again, be in agreement. To say the same thing, to agree. You can't even receive salvation without agreeing. That Jesus is the one who came, died, rose again, was seen, ascended, and seated. See, you have to agree with that. See, it's more than believing. Demons believe and tremble. You have to agree. You got a lot of people believing God. Yeah, but do you agree with God? Oh, I believe in Jesus, yeah, but have you agreed that he's the only one? That provided salvation for your sin. Show yourself. Matthew 4, 4 through 10. We winding down. Let me get you this. Because I want all this on the same message. So what do I have to do? I, I have to begin <clears throat> to course correct how? With my, with my, woman of God, good to see you. So I course correct how? See, see, this is why it's so important. You have to know this lot for yourself. And when you know this, you'll stop chasing prophets. <clears throat> no, because no, we're flowing prophetic here. So we, the gifts are here. But what I mean by that, see, when you were deprived of the word, you would go seeking someone to fill you up. 
if when what most folk chase anyway, they could declare themselves. <clears throat> you just want somebody to declare, the house coming to conquer. See, I could declare that myself. And as a matter of fact, whatever they are prophesied, it should be for edification, exhortation, or comfort. Matter of fact, when they do prophesy to you, it should be confirmation. shouldn't be something foreign to you. Thank you. I received that. I've been speaking that in agreement with God. So when you're deprived of the word, you go hunting for a word. And the only danger about that, someone may speak something crazy over you, and you come into agreement with it. Now your house done collapsed. Why? Because not because they said it, because you agree with it. I love our shit. Be, oh, but y'all know the temptation when enemy tempted Jesus, right, in the wilderness. But he answered and said, Jesus is talking now. But he answered and said, it is written. Well, y'all can go up before that and read it, but for the sake of time, we're going to right, start right here. But he answered and said, okay, all right, I heard you, Lord. Let's start at verse 1. Let's start at verse 1 because let's just start at verse 1. <laughs> Did you just let it? Up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights after he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God. See, see, y'all know what son of God means, right? Satan, if you're God. Oh, y'all missing this. Command that these stones be bread. See, Jesus knew what his purpose was. Let me tell you something. When the devil comes to you, your rebuttal should be, Brianna, it is written. See, and see, when you know the word, don't have to be real aggressive. And, eh, we never see Jesus doing this. this, this I don't know where we got that foolishness from. And I know some people are aggressive, but see, you can be aggressive and out of agreement and nothing's happening. What you binded and don't know the word? Huh? So your response should always be, look at verse 4. Here we go. Then Jesus said, uh, verse 4, but he answered and said, it is written. Man should not live by bread, bread alone, but by Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Are you here? So what should be coming out of your mouth is the word of God. Verse 5. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and he said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. If you God. For it, no, no, this is Satan talking. This is Satan still talking. Now he's putting the word on him. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you. And in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you, your foot, uh, lest you dash your foot against the stone. See, he'll put the word on you too. Yeah, you gave him. I'm talking about giving and shall be given. Don't look like you getting anything. He'll say that to you. 
Yeah, I thought the Bible said give and it shall be given. Where your money at? And see, you know what some people do? Yeah, you're right. And he done talked you out of giving. Or whatever it may be. Are y'all here? Verse 7, Jesus said said to him, it is. See, Jesus was cool with it, man. It is written. See, that's what we got to start doing. It is written. Watch this. You should not tempt the Lord your God. Verse 8, and again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give to you if you will fall down. Look at the arrogance of this joker. If you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, away with you. When the last time you said that to, to the devil? Away with you, Satan. Man, the devil talking to me. See, my, my, my concern is, what are you saying back? I'm telling you, the worst thing you can do is let negative thoughts run through your mind. You just lie there and don't open your mouth. Those seeds are being planted. And the longer you refuse to arrest them, they're, they're going to grow. See, and then your mind comes into play as well. See, the natural styles start kicking in. Because the brain is such is that whatever you believe, your brain then begins to attract reasons to support that belief. So if you start saying things like, I'm no good, your brain will attract reasons to support you're no good. If you, if you start entertaining thoughts like, I'm lonely, and I can't get out of this relationship, or whatever it may be, you will support, you will, uh, uh, your brain will attract reasons for you to su- that support that belief. And you feel like, I got to stay. No, you got to learn how to talk, what you got to do. You don't have to stay. Oh, who was that for? Verse 10, then Jesus said, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord God, and him only you shall serve. And of course, the angels ministered him, and one translation says he left for a season. So here's what happened. When he come, put the word on him. He got to go. But when he come back, put the What do you do? So you have to guard your heart. And you know what? Notice we said, Jesus said, it is written. It is. Go back to verse 4. Let me show you something. Watch this. But he answered to say, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by. So, so you have to say something. And watch this. Let, let, let me show you something. Let, let me help you out. We, we, we've misunderstood Romans 10, 17. Go there. We'll say, faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. No. Well, yeah, it's true, but it comes by the spoken word of God. Doesn't just come if you just hear only, you're deceiving yourself. It doesn't just come by hearing only; it comes by saying something. So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the 
spoken word. That it, it, of course, that's the Greek word you already know, rhema, which means a spoken word. Watch this, made by a living voice. That's what rhema literally means, a spoken word made by a, look it up, living voice. So faith, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the spoken word. Who gets that? So you just can't hear it. You got to speak it. So Bible faith proceeds from spiritual hearing. Moreover, see, let me, let me prove it to you. And we, you see, it's not consummated until you say what God says. That's what the Greek meaning of that word raiment. Are you here? In other words, it says, moreover, this hearing is consummated through a rhema word. And consummate means to bring to a state of perfection, fulfill, to complete an agreement or an arrangement. So when I say what God says, that's what, that's what solidifies it. That's what activates that thing. Why? Because I'm in agreement now. So you just can't hear. You have to say You hear? If you just hear, you're deceiving yourself. That's the word of God. Well, faith come back and see what I mean by that. We sit there and read, read, but we don't never say it. Don't even quote it back to the devil. We just hear. You're deceiving yourself. James 1.22. You can take two more verses. It's three, right? Okay, you want to know how to do this, right? Are y'all here? B, B, all right, so some more of you coming up. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Share with them that Greek word. It's the Greek word what? Lord Jesus. <laughs> there she, the poetes. She got it. She said it. Yeah, y'all give it. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, there y'all go. Hey, can't nobody look at you strange because they were looking like that. <laughs> Be doers. Someone say poetes. So it's a Greek word. It literally means a maker, a doer, a poet. From which you get the English word poet. A poet is a lyricist, a writer, and recite. So he said, be ye writers and reciters of the word of God. And not just hearing only, deceiving yourself. So I have to write and recite. So when you understand faith comes, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the spoken words. Are you here? And if you know poets, they're good at expressing their imaginations. What's in their mind? And we should be the same way, good at expressing the logos of God. Are you here? Because here, uh, the word, word, be ye doers of the word, it's the Greek word logos. It literally means to speak to a conclusion. It's a word or it's, ex it's expressing 
the thought or mind of God. It's expressing the thoughts of God through the Spirit. So whenever you being doers of the Word, I'm expressing the mind of God concerning this thing. And the mind of God is I'm going to declare or speak the same conclusion about this as he has said. So when you speak Raymond, you speak in the mind of God. Are you here? Who got this? So last part, you have to guard your heart. See, here comes the important part. Notice, so what happens if you just hear the word and don't say anything? You deceive yourself. So I'm not impressed with people who know the Bible. How good are you at reciting what God has said? Can you say what he said? Are you here? Notice And I had it. Paul, I think it's, find it for me, Tamara. Paul might be Psalm 62, 12, where uh, he said, God has spoken once, twice have I heard it. That power belongs to God. He spoke once. I heard it twice. <laughs> he spoke once. But I heard it twice. How did I hear it twice? He spoke once, but I heard it twice. In other words, I heard it twice because I'm repeating what I heard once. So I'm saying back that God has spoken once, twice have I heard this, three times have I heard this, four times have I heard this, that power So he says it once, but it, he's hearing it, but I'm hearing it twice. Are you here, y'all? Oh, my goodness. Look, man, this, look, I'm telling you, you let me tell you, you want to impress your friends, learn, or begin to learn how to speak well. Talking about speaking in line with this word. Look, they can look at you. You trying to be arrogant. No, I'm just confident in his, his ability to do what he said. Don't, don't dumb the word down because they're not there yet. Listen to him talking about what he's going to have. What he gonna, yeah, because I have confidence in what God promised me. Are you here? Let's close with this. Uh, Proverbs 4, you there? Mother, how I'm doing? How many more minutes you'll give me? See, see, that's, I like you. Here, take this too. Uh, a, there you go. There you go. I'm a, I thought I had something. <laughs> see me out of church. <laughs> I'm, I'll give out. <laughs> Watch this now. But it's so good to see you. Proverbs 4, verse 20. My child, pay attention. 
to what I say. Listen carefully to not the enemy's words, not the naysayers' words, not even your negative words. Incline your ear to what? Look, listen to me. Do you see this? Not just listen, listen carefully. Then what did he say? Do not lose. You know why it's good to write? Because it helps with your retention and remembering. So sometimes when you study the Bible, just write. Write it down. Like when you come across a good verse, write that verse. Let it cement. Then say it. Are you here? Do not lose sight of them. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from, you know, the, the word. When you speak the word, you speak in the mouth of God. Are you here? Do not lose sight of them. Let them, see, penetrate deep into your, that's talking about your soul, your mind. Again, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth. So whatever you have in abundance, you're going to declare in abundance. So you, you want to let these, let them penetrate what? Deep into your heart. See, here's what, here's what, what you can't go off what people say. Because the word of God is telling me here that what I say can bring healing to my body. Oh, I don't believe that. The word says it. For they bring, for they bring life. For they bring life to those who, if it's not in you. If it's not in you, that word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. Why? Because it's in me. And when I'm in agreement, I love what he loves. I hate what he hates. For they bring life to those who find, watch, who find them and help, excuse me, and healing to their whole body. Listen, psychosomatic is real, mind, body. You can actually think yourself into being sick, and you've done brought it on because you have faith for that thing. A hypochondriac, I think is what they call them. People who think something's always wrong. And lo and behold, because you have allowed those thoughts to take root, and, and you spoke them, that you actually now possess what your mama had what your daddy had, what whoever had, or whatever you thought you had and didn't have, but since you had faith for it, you got what you said. If the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, it, find that term, is in you, how much more will he give life to your mortal bodies? Do, do, do you hear that? See, so you got you to determine today who you're going to believe, God or man. The devil or God. Watch this. Look at this. Are you here? No, no, notice it says, 
verse, we do not lose sight of them. Let them what? Penetrate deep in your heart. Verse 22, for they bring life to those who find them and health and healing to the whole body. I just showed you earlier, Psalms 103, that he heals all thy diseases. See, you got to be just as aggressive as standing on this word as somebody saying it don't work or, or that's not true. Or, no, no. Hold fast to your profession without wavering. So you can't go back and forth between what they say and what he say. It's either what he said or what they say. Who are you going to believe? And I'm going to believe God's report. You hear? Is it up there? Okay, but the spirit who raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your. See, you have our naos zoe, eternal life running through you, unstoppable life running through you. See, you have to be, look, look anything that try to attack you in aggressive, you have to be just as aggressive with the word. The devil is a lie. Are y'all here? And stand on the word. Because I'm going to tell you, you can let your mind play with you, and you can get so such in a tizzy that you're about to pass out because you're so anxious now, worked up, and because you have you actually believe what you're... See, that's the time when you start saying, you, you can't be silent in those moments. You have to say something. And for the believer, you need to know what the Word of God says about this matter. Verse 23, guard your, see, again, talking about your mind, above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Do y'all see this? Guard your heart. Let me tell you something. You know where depression begins? It begins, the genesis of it, it begins with an influx of the wrong or negative thinking. That's where it starts. You keep allowing the wrong thinking. The pile, and, and pile on, and pile on. It, uh, it, it's like you laying, lying down and someone just throw dirt on you. And, 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 and the more they throw, the heavier it gets. And, 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 and watch this. And it gets so heavy that I can't, I can't move. I'm... I'm Proverbs 12, 25, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. Look at this. Let me show you something. Let's see. God's trying to help us. Because I don't have to be depressed. Anxiety in the heart of man causes. But how can you get out of it? And I submit to you a good word here. It ain't talking about uh, the quote of the day that you've seen on social media. A good Bible verse. Let me make it more plain to you. A good scripture. <laughs> Are you here? Anxiety and heart causes depression. Philippians 4 and 6 7 tells us don't be anxious for, can I show you that real quick? 
Thank you for your patience. We're almost there. Let's look at this real quick. And we only got one more verse, verse 24, and we're done. But let's, let's look at this in-between stuff. Don't be anxious. I, and I'm going to submit to you, if you're anxious about this situation, you haven't involved God in it. Because there's no way you can involve God on the matter and you be anxious. We seen earlier that if I ask anything according to his will, I know he heard me. This is the confidence. Confident people don't seem anxious and worried and can't settle to know. Like, man, I ain't worried about it. And don't let people bring it on you. You're not worried? No. Why? Because first of all, the Bible told me not to be. That's the first reason. You're not stressed? Ooh, if that was me, girl. See, if you receive that nonsense, are y'all <laughs> Don't be anxious or worried about anything but in everything. See, watch this, every situation and circumstance by, look, through you saying something with thanksgiving. You see this? Continue to make your specific request known to God and the peace of God. That peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus is yours. Thank you, God. Guys, I'm telling you, there's no way you could confid confidently declare this word and you still be a wreck. That's telling me perhaps you believe what you see more than you believe God. Who said it was going to be easy? That's why you had to hold fast to it. Are you here? Verse 24, last verse. Proverbs 4.24. This takes us back to where we started in 1 Peter. Avoid. <clears throat> Proverbs 4.24. I'll read it. And, and many of you, you probably have it. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Do you see this? Avoid all. Look, this is even in your homes. Don't say nothing out loud. It's crazy. Don't put it out there. <clears throat> Girl, we ain't going to never come out of debt. Why would you say that? Don't say that. Why? Because you won't ever come out of debt. Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do with these crazy kids. Don't say that. Why? Because they're going to turn out crazy. Look, if I've called them crazy, do not be surprised. When you get a phone call where they have done something crazy. Why? Because that's the same thing that you declare. I'm just no good. Don't say that. Why? Because you're a better fruit of that. Listen. 
Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. And that word power is talking about you have an ability to lean on God. In spite of what's going on, I know he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. And see, the biggest misconception, and I'm done, that keeps people or that causes people to change their confession is they don't see it and they don't feel it. But we don't walk by sight. We walk by agreement. Not by sight. 